Welcome to episode 115 of the Whatnots Review Show. Every week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV series, anime, manga, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson and I am joined by co-captain Kyle Springer. Hello, how are you? And is the co-captain this week? That's weird. Yeah. We're the, well, the three of us can do it, because we also have good old friend of the pod, Sam, on here with us, too. Yeah. Yes, it's me. Beloved Again. Patreon supporter and <laughs> one who is the always same Sam's name you hear yeah. every All week. All the time. <laughs> every single week. Thank you yeah, for you, but... joining us. Hey, yeah. no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Just... yeah. I think this uh, particular review was my idea anyway? It, it was, yes. Yes, you were like, please, 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 can we do this? And I, I made mm. a special exception because we do technically, <laughs> I think, have a tier on Patreon that is is like, like, hey, if you pay us $40, you can tell us what to oh, review and to, stuff like that. you want me to send you $40? Oh, hell no. I can do that. You're good. You're good to go. <laughs> you, you've been supporting us also... for so long. You, you get special privileges so Aww. yeah yeah and and you're you also doing this on the captain's log friends with melissa too so mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. we need the content we won't say no to content and <laughs> friends exactly con friends <laughs> champagne for my cyber friends and cyber pain for my sham friends <laughs> Indeed. Cyber pain. <laughs> I am now signed into the YouTube chat. That's what I was Cyber pain is almost what they named Mr. Robot. Yeah? Really? Almost. <laughs> Sounds like something they would do. But, Melissa, what are we here to talk about this week? Uh, the topic this week is the anime film Pro Mare. This is from Studio Trigger. This came out... It, Last, last year couple, last year okay Wait, yeah last it's year? pretty right. new yeah I, I i i i didn't even look it up i guess it was out in theaters in japan in may is what wikipedia is telling me cool. oh. yeah we had it in september and then december and then april but i think the april ones may have gotten postponed due to covid yeah that makes sense Four mm -hmm. eyes again someday Oh, uh, so Sam, I want to start mm -hmm. out uh, by asking you this. Where did you find this film? How, how did this c come on your radar? So I have a separate Twitter account that I do for a specific fandom stuff. Sure. And one day everyone just started talking about Promare. Okay. And I was like, what is, what is Promare? What is this? Where can I see it? Why? And how? <laughs> all, all those questions. And then I learned, oh, they played it in theaters back in September. Now I'm sad. Oh. I want to see it. And it came on in December. Me and Sean went down to the formerly the Galaxy, formerly the Rialto, now the Galaxy again. <laughs> to see it by ourselves there was basically nobody else in the theater except oh. maybe like four people which was sad because 
everyone should see this movie, honestly. It's an interesting But, film. um, it is. <clears throat> but I, I guess one thing I will admit, the fandom account is basically in uh, boys' love circles. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you can probably tell <laughs> why Promare became so popular within those circles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would make sense. Indeed. Uh, Melissa. What about you? Mm-hmm. I I don't know you as much of an anime fan. You you watch the occasional one. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I watch more anime than the average person, but not as much anime as an anime person. Sure. <laughs> Do I entirely fit in either circle? No, just a vagabond. <laughs> uh, I've heard Sam talk about this movie a bunch, of course. And uh, you did a stream of it in your own Discord a couple, like, last month. That stream, I couldn't get into it for whatever reason. Something about, like, me signing up for the service you were using. Like, it wasn't, something wasn't clicking. I couldn't get in. But coincidentally, my brother was doing a stream of the same movie in his own (laughs) Discord that day. So I'm like, well, I'll just catch the, the late showing, I guess. And I showed up to that a little late, so I missed the first, like, 15 minutes. They're like, oh, this movie's gorgeous and pretty neat. So then I just watched the entire thing, <laughs> plus that bonus 15 minutes at the beginning. I just watched the whole thing last week. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. That was us. We did that together. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. We had a little... I was like, we need to watch the side things first. We she, did. She, I was on her phone, We and she perched the phone on her shoulder, yeah. so I was like a little parrot. Yeah, yeah. So I could, like, talk at you without having to, like hold it in front of my face the whole time little, little shoulder angel <laughs> yeah <laughs> excuse you i'm a demon all right yeah, fine shoulder demon that works t- too <laughs> um yeah so i i had heard about this just through rumblings on the mm. internet but i really didn't know what it was um, I've, mm. I've heard of Studio Trigger, uh, haven't really seen much from them. I, I've seen, like, the first, e- 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 the first e- episode or two of Kill a Kill, uh, but that was it. That I didn't really make it far in that one, and I know more recently they announced that they are working on the new cyberpunk, uh, anime, uh, to coincide with the video game. Cyberpunk 2077. So I'm excited for that stuff. So I've I've like known about them and stuff, but I I had no idea what this was until watching it. Uh, and yeah, it's 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 an interesting. It's very fast paced. A uh, mm. lot of bright colors, nonstop yeah. action. Um, some good mechs and some mechs. Yeah, some 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 mechs are in there as well. Um, it's a good sci-fi sto- story. I, I I think kind of my general impressions are uh, this is a visually stunning movie, and it, the story is maybe not the best. It, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of it, I feel like, is kind of gl- glossed over. Um, but I would have liked to see more of it. Like, it seemed like they had an idea for a t- TV show or, or something, and then it got mm. condensed. Um, but, yeah, I think because of that, we kind of miss out on some of the story stuff that I wished we had seen. 
but yeah, I think this is up there with stuff like with Redline. If you guys have seen that that one, it's just the I love Redline. Visually Before stunning. 2019, Redline was the only anime movie. <sighs> there you go. <laughs> the, the only anime movie. <laughs> yeah. Akira, never heard of it. It's just like nonstop visual stuff that is just like a bombardment I know I for your eyes. So I really enjoyed that. But what did you think, Melissa? This movie is, like you said, a visual feast. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty charming. The story's got a lot of different things in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of this boisterous, uh, over-enthusiastic action story. A very serious, like, sci-fi story. Something akin to, like, X-Men, where you have the powers, sure, yeah. but people don't know what to do with you having those powers, and there's all this strife. A lot of different things going on. I think it keeps it... Uh, it's neither so serious that the movie stops being fun, and I don't think it's also so shallow that it's distracting that they like hint at very dark things and then don't touch on them yeah. in in exchange for just putting more action in there. That makes sense. Sense. Uh, Sam, general mm-hmm. thoughts of of just uh, did I mean you're. Obviously a fan because you wanted to come here and talk about it. But if you go over to give your spoiler-free general thoughts, uh, like you both have said, uh, visual feast. It it is so bright and colorful. Uh, again, the stories very fast-paced, like you said, because it it just goes like one point to the next point to the next point mm-hmm. very quickly i i have noticed this the three times i've watched uh, <laughs> and i was just like i think we got here a little slower than that oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> pretty fast and um yeah. it's very fast like a car in redline um yeah. and like melissa said it touches on some pretty dark subjects I don't know if I should say like specifics, but it's it's sort of we'll get into some. Well, of that I mean, she mentions the X Men, and, and like that. that's that's basically exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for the those of you guys who do not know, we'll we'll do a like a brief plot synopsis, uh, and then we'll get into some housekeeping uh, for the podcast here, and then we'll go into spoilers stuff like that and start talking more in depth about the film. Uh, yeah, so this one, it takes place on in Earth where there is this event that happens. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I believe, did they actually call it the Promare or did they have another name? No, that's the name they for something else later. Blaze. So they, they, yeah, the, yeah, the Great Ballets. Uh, it's this event where people kind of seemingly just get these, like, fire-based superpowers. They seem to, like, spontaneously combust and, like, start breathing fire, and there's fire coming out of their eyes and stuff like that. Uh, And a lot of people get hurt, and a lot of people get killed, and instantly the Earth has to change and adapt to figure out, like, hey, how how do we live with people that now have these fire-based powers? 
Uh, and so one of the things that changes is they have this kind of uh, special fire department uh, that is is specifically trained to go after uh, these people and to stop them from sp spreading more fires, to rescue people who are uh, hurt, as well as to kind of bring them in and arrest them if they actually are uh, using their powers for uh, nefarious purposes and, and stuff like that and so we we follow one of those special teams uh specifically a rookie on that team uh and sam you might have to remind me of the guy's name because i'm terrible with names uh which guy main main character on the fire department yes that guy uh just gallo if you yeah uh, so he, he's kind of the new hotshot on the team, and we first pick up with them responding to, uh, in, uh, this, uh, ha 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 this fire that they need to go rescue some people, uh, and shortly after that, they start kind of uncovering some, some new aspects about what's really going on, uh, here in their, in their world, and why uh, the people that they just recently arrested, uh, why the world thinks they're terrorists, but how these people don't think they are, and what their actual agenda is, kind of start uncovering a conspiracy stuff there. Uh, and like yep. you said, giant mechs are, are, are yeah. in the mix with that, so. They absolutely are. Good stuff. Uh, do you guys have any other kind of stuff you want to add to the synopsis of, of just like, hey, you probably might want to know this before going in? Oh, I think you did a pretty good job. There's a lot yeah, to cover in this movie. That's 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 a pretty good synopsis right there. there I was go. gonna like pull up the the one from Amazon, or <laughs> I if hang on my DVD my DVD is too not far. In my, not in my eyesight. <laughs> well, you you do have a lot of stuff back there, so. Do I do? Wait, is it up here? No, it's not. Never mind. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to a little bit of housekeeping, uh, and then we will get on into spoilers. Uh, if you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at the Whatnots. You guys can find more information on our website, thewhatnots.com. Uh, you guys can also find us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Uh, just type in the whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there. Uh, let's see. Recently, me and Ignacio, uh, who is not on the on the on the review show, uh, we had an episode of Crossplay where we gave our first impressions of Ghosts of Tsushima and Paper Mario and the Origami Kings. So if you guys are video game fans you guys can go check out our podcast crossplay uh besides that i think we are be on the lookout for some more exclusive content and stuff yeah. like that you guys can get on our patreon which is patreon.com slash the whatnots you guys can support us for as little as a dollar a month uh, but all of that exclusive content is at our three dollar tier uh, and of course, uh, Sam, who is uh, one of our $5 <gasps> patrons, is here on the show. Uh, so, Sam, yep. thank you so much again for, for joining us, but thank for you. Uh, support. 
<laughs> supporting us as well. Hey, thank you for the content. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're content machines over here. Indeed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that about wraps us up for that. Uh, so let's get into spoilers. Where did my spoiler thing go? Am I in the right thing? I don't know. Uh, where did my... Oh. Boop, 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 boop. Spoiler time. Spoiler <laughs> Okay. Close the podcast now if you don't want those. Yeah, we are officially in spoiler territory. Uh, Sam, I'm gonna start with yeah. you. What is the, like, when... Okay. Just, what is the first thing that you are etching to talk about with with this? What stood out? Uh, what is, I don't know. I, <laughs> where do you I actually want to know if you saw the side uh, episodes. I did not. not. Episodes, but they're, they're like little 10-minute shorts for mm. both Gallo and Leo that take place before the movie. I did not. You, I, I heard you mention them, and I was like, uh, side stuff? I don't know what those, those. are. <laughs> well, I actually got Melissa to watch them. So... Mm -hmm. So there's a uh, side Gallo. We learned that Gallo was recruited to Burning Rescue. They encounter a Burnish transformation. Uh, one of the people that they rescued actually turned into a Burnish right in front of their eyes. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, guess that would imply that. Change, but she just sort of catches fire and yeah. So I, 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 a big snake happens. I guess that would imply that people are still turning into these fire-powered yep. people. Okay. It, it ha it's, it's an it's an emotional response from what i gather gotcha okay and then in leo hen or side leo uh we learn that the burnish just burn for the sake of burning but we actually learn differently later uh leo comes out of nowhere and reforms the terrorists so that they do not kill because <laughs> mad burnish they used to kill and mm. leo's like no no you don't <laughs> no you don't <laughs> and they're like, okay, boss. We're reforming our <laughs> image. You are no longer bad, Burnish. You are mad, Burnish. But not so mad You're that you would kill. Mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the girl shows up there, too. They actually, uh, Mazing Guerra. I'm probably pronouncing that dude's name wrong, and I've heard it only three Isn't times. Like, Guerra? I think so. Look at it. Uh, they take that girl that transformed into a Burnish. In the first side, and then in, in, in the second side, they they tell her, you know, hey, this is what being a burnish is like. And she's like, but I don't want this. And it's just like, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she actually is in the movie. Um, I don't know if I... I mean, we're just sort of skipping around. We're not like... Oh, yeah, yeah we'll, yeah, we'll skip around okay, a bit. Okay, she's the burnish that dies in the cave that's the same girl okay mm -hmm. interesting so there's like a connection there gotcha and i'm like wow you were only a burnish for like a few months oh, oh sorry lady burned bright and fast that was it so i want to say that uh the first time i watched this movie i came in part way through that street battle at the beginning where it's the mad burnish versus burning rescue. So I missed that prologue that showed like how everybody got these powers like 40 years ago. And it's these vignettes of like these three people across the world and like Tokyo and Paris and 
uh, San Francisco. And they're all in these frustrating situations. And then each of them, you know, like they just light on fire and like they're shooting fire everywhere. And then I think there's like a some text or some narration or something that says like, and then, and then this kept happening. <laughs> More people got this power and like most of the world burned and millions of people died. I hate when that <laughs> But we're, we kind of figured out how to live now. Just like yeah. spontaneously combust. Like, oh, God damn it. I burned my homework. Okay. Right. <laughs> so I had no idea that this was a power. That, and also I hadn't seen these two side shorts sure. before. I had no idea this was a power you could just suddenly get, like, out of nowhere. I thought this was something you were, like, maybe born with and maybe showed up in, like, adolescence. You know, kind of more common, like, superpower tropes. Mm-hmm. So... I think that gave me a different perspective on it. Like, oh, this could be anybody at any time. Like, this could be yourself. This could just happen to you. You, you know, and it might not be necessarily tied to, like, an emotional response. Like, we've seen examples when it has been, but we don't know for sure if that is all of them. Like, this woman in the shorts. Mm -hmm. Like, they go to rescue this woman from a burning building, and then she accidentally lets something on fire while she's panicking. So it might not be, like the more literal one-to-one ah i'm burning mad and now i'm burning yeah (laughs) we don't know what her sitch was i think my favorite one in the prologue bit was the dude sitting in front of his computer at a message board and he's angry at the message and he starts breathing fire and i'm like uh yeah I, I've had those days. <laughs> that's Anger just, of all that's kinds. That's the, the internet in general. Just the, like, seething rage at God knows what. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that like, opening, like, two, three-minute uh, mm-hmm. thing was... I, I loved all of the artwork in that way. Yeah. It was it, very harrowing. That. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, like, immediately... Because, yeah, like, I, I saw the like poster and stuff and it's all these like bright happy colors and i'm like okay this is gonna be like non-stop <laughs> yeah. fun let's go <laughs> plus ultra you know or some some shit like that and and yeah and it st- starts out with it, this it is like not Boku no hero yeah, academia no, and it, like it starts out with this like very dark kind of mysterious t- 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 tone and i'm just mm-hmm. like okay tell me more you have There's intrigued me <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, I there's some water phone in that tone. Yeah, and and like <laughs> especially knowing that they're going to be doing the cyberpunk anime down the road, that was like, this seems like this may have been one of the things that they were like, see, we can do cyberpunk stuff, and I was just like, yes, this is good, I love this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I really liked that. Um, but then. It kind of moves away from that until the end, like the the like third the third act. Like once you mm-hmm. once you know what's really g- going on, you don't really get that same level of darkness until the end, uh, which I, I was fine with. I have no problems with that. But uh, yeah, then we kind of immediately switch, and it is just this bombardment of colors and shapes and perspectives and things are distorted and it's beautiful i loved it mm-hmm. and the song inferno 
The song is good. Well, I was waiting for Sam to like call me and, and join in. I just had the DVD menu on a loop and it just keeps playing that song. And I'm like, I don't mind. Is, is the song you're talking about the like alt rock song? That's Trails of fire are always new. They would carry me home. I have no idea they which one that, that is. But I, the only thing the I have to say about that like alt rock song that was in there, mm-hmm. I don't think it fit at all. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the same one you're t- you're talking about, but most of the maybe music there might was have been two songs. Fine, but yeah, there was this like alt rock song that, that I feel like they played two or three times. And I was just like, this seems so strange. And I feel like I'm at summer camp for like some like church <laughs> thing. Am I in a six flag? Yeah. And I was just like, this is the, like. Am I listening to Counting Crows? Because for some. Okay. Sorry okay. for the sorry for the slight interruption. Go for it. I've had this mashup stuck in my head every time I remember the song. For whatever reason, my head wants to replace the lyrics with uh, the the Counting Crows song from Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, unfitting for the film. I, I guess. I don't I don't know what, what song was in Sh- Shrek 2 because I oh, don't remember Shrek 2. Is that, was that Counting Crows or, or Hootie? No, it was Counting Crows. It was? Okay. God, I, always mix those go- I always mix those two bands up. <sighs> Anyways, yeah, that song threw me off because the rest was kind of like uh, a little more electronic. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kyle. I just Googled Shrek 2 soundtrack. There is a dashboard confessional song on here. But we're not talking about Shrek. I just brought it up okay. one time. Okay, well, uh, we're, I'm done. Shrek's going I'm back sorry. to the swamp. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Uh, But yeah, the rest of the music was fitting. It was upbeat, but it was more electronic and or more like, I don't know, uh, techno computerized stuff. And then there was the like alt rock song. And I was just like, this is such a like weird turn. Like, uh, 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 oh, well, I I think supposed to be like that think like uh the everything is awesome song from lego movie mm. yeah but see I, I i think something like that the style of that song still fit like it, it it was just the fact that it was a completely different genre and i was just like everything else was this one genre and then there's this but that that's just me i'm hyper fixating on on that um yeah let's let's talk a little bit about this fire department the burning rescue as they are called um which my mind wants to call morning rescue (laughs) (laughs) they'll rescue you any time of day oh they will i'll have fire in the morning morning fire in the evening fire at supper time fire at supper time (laughs) When fire is on a bagel, you you can get rescued <laughs> anytime. No, so uh, that that would be a good segue into the scene about the pizza place. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it would, yeah. So let's, but yeah, let let's let's t- talk about these fire rescue people department things because I thought that was an inter- yeah, interesting aspect of of this. Mm-hmm. 
this film just the, the idea that they now had to have like specialized fire departments that have mech suits yeah uh i mean i guess it's not necessarily uncommon in anime especially if you like mech shows and you think back to like pat labor and stuff like that but what did you guys think of this like specialized fire department cool as fuck yeah <laughs> in, in in three words <laughs> yeah i liked him i i like the varied cast of characters it seemed like they were all like they're all very different types mm -hmm. from each other physically and uh personality wise seemed like they all had a different specialty that they had i you appreciated got your you got your little goblin scientist <laughs> thing you got tits and ass mm -hmm. yes you got Remy. I'm not sure what he is. He's just Remy. Uh, he's just like the cool smart boy. And then you got uh yeah, I guess uh and then uh Varys, he's the big he's the big he's dark skin dude. He's a tank, yeah. Yeah. I and uh Ignis X, who I would say is the dad of the group. Right. <laughs> you have dad, loud one science one <laughs> haughty glasses wearing one all the types all the types you could have on a team yeah, and like so i i oh, i liked the team that they had but this was one of the first things that i felt like was kind of glossed over like i yeah a lot of them didn't get development at all yeah i would have loved to see more particularly remy and varus well, I liked Remy. Mm -hmm. I'm all in anime. When I do watch it, I am always up for like snobby, smart glasses boy. That's a type that usually works for me. It's like, oh, cool, we've got one of those. Oh, he doesn't do anything. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, like I, I I I don't know if there's information out there or not that they were originally tr trying to make this a uh, show or not. But that's kind of what it seemed like to me, is that they, they had the ideas for that stuff. They had the ammunition. I mean, maybe it would have been like a one-season miniseries. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know if that's what they were planning or not, but that's what it seemed like to, to me. Um, but yeah, because I, I really I liked them. And I think, especially with the, with the art style, it really gives all the characters like a big personality which then makes them likable and so it's just like oh you get like a minute of screen time but i really like you yeah like the 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 hot girl had the little mouse there and i was like who who is this mouse i want to know his name is Vinny. yeah Vinny is great like I like yeah I and he I says his own name like he's stuff. a Pokemon yeah mm. yeah I dug that little mascot mouse with his little like fire hat mm -hmm. <laughs> fire helmet I guess a hat a hat really diminishes its protective qualities yeah uh I wanted to talk just for a second you said there's the tits and ass girl which there kind of is but last week we talked about fairy tale ah, which yeah. is. Well, at least for the manga, I, I have not seen the anime. I don't it's, know how the anime the treats it differently. The anime. <laughs> <laughs> the anime, real tits and ass on the main girl. Here, Ina 
is wearing the same like skimpy outfit and she's in the same like she's in like a very suggestive pose inside her mech suit but i will say i noticed that they were often choosing the least sexy angle of sexy woman and sexy outfit and sexy pose like in fairy tale remember they draw the panels at like these wild angles just so that it is like looking right at her butt or right down her shirt or something it's like this angle does not make sense i don't know like where our point of view is in this space because yeah, everyone else is normal I... and it's just like what is going on right. yeah just for this one panel with her and the camera's gonna go somewhere crazy and i appreciate that this movie didn't do that she is shot at normal angles yeah and then to talk about little goblin scientist lucia she's... lucia she seems pretty young and she's wearing like underneath her lab coat, she's wearing like stockings and a mini skirt and like a bralette bikini top or something. But she's not sexualized at all. And it really seemed to me like this is a young lady wearing a cool, sexy outfit because she thinks it is cool and sexy and she wants to wear it like she's not shot or posed in any unusual ways. Yeah. Uh. So I... Don't know what their roles were on the thing, but this was directed by uh, by Hiroyuki Imaishi and uh, written by Kazuki Nakashima, which they both worked together on Gurren Lagann, which is one yep. of the things that I was like, this just reminds me of Gurren Lagann the entire time. It's that like nonstop ridiculousness. Uh, and yeah, Gurren Lagann is... does Gallo is reincarnation of Kamina. Pretty much, yeah. And that is a show where they also do a little bit of the tits and ass and, and stuff like that. And it's very, like, in your face with that stuff. Um, but I think this wanted to do so much that they just didn't really have t time to put that in there. <laughs> It was. It was just like we. we but the only know. reason I called her that was because of the suggestive poses. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know they weren't that exaggerated. I just. But I, I, I think something that really shines both in this and in Gurren Lagann is just the character design. Like they have very yeah. strong characters that look unique, and that just from looking at them, it's like, oh, they have a distinct personality. Uh, and and so, mm -hmm. which I'm sure you guys have all watched some kind of I I animated show or TV show, and that they're just there's milk toast, milk toast, and it's just like, <laughs> why even make this character? They're useless. Uh, but I I I felt like <laughs> these guys like at least added something, despite not having much screen time. It was just like I. I'm really drawn in by all of these characters. You're right. I I remember reading an An America magazine when I was a preteen and reading an article about one of the Tenchi series. And it said, I don't understand why all of these ways fighting over Tenchi. It seems like his <laughs> primary personality trait is that he has brown hair. <laughs> you're right yeah. there's no plain brown right. hair guys in this everybody looks and even just for like the couple seconds that they're talking or acting like they feel vivid you're mm -hmm. right this does feel like it like this is the pilot for a weekly tv series yeah exactly uh well it seems that we have lost sam on the skype c c 
call. Uh, so hopefully Sam will be joining us again in just a second. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought the characters and sh were strong and stuff like that. Okay. We got Sam back. Good. We are. Sorry about that. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, that means I lost my, my uh, audacity recording. That's fine. Memes. If you start a new one, I will stitch them together and we will pick up from where we left off. I, I don't even think I have the original one. Oh, wait, there it is. Recover projects. It'd be good. Okay. Nice. Um, cool. I am going to keep on rolling. I think this is a good time for us to kind of uh, start t talking about the pizza shop because that's really when things, I think, start opening up. Mm -hmm. Um, is this scene at the pizza shop after they've saved the day, uh, and they are kind of treated as heroes, uh, so they're g getting all of this free pizza, which, I'll have to be honest, looked very rubbery to, to me. Rubbery pizza. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, the way they're eating it, it's like their teeth are stretching at it like they're a dog with a chew yeah. toy. Um, but... In, in the midst of all of that, the uh, uh, other kind of, like, higher-up fire rescue squad people show up, which I, I guess that's one thing that we didn't mention, is that freeze there force. are multiple... Um, what was that, Sam? The freeze force. Freeze force, yeah. They aren't necessarily fire rescue, but they're, like, a, the higher-up squad. They're, like, the elite squad right um whereas yeah. the the team that we've been following is just kind of your average everyday like oh yeah they're from the fire department down 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 the street sort of thing and uh think of and this is really on the nose think of freeze force like ice yeah yeah exactly um and they show up and they end up arresting the cook at the pizza restaurant because it turns out that he is also uh, one of these firepower-having people. The Burnish, yeah. I'm terrible with names if, if you guys haven't figured <laughs> that out yet. Um, yeah, so he's one of the Burnish, and... They're kind of just like, but like he's not doing anything. Like he's doing good. He's making pizza. Like he's not hurting people. But mm -hmm. they still arrest him, and that kind of starts us off down this conspiracy. That like, hey, that like, why are we arresting people that aren't doing anything bad? Like that's that seems strange. Um, yeah. Which which is a kind of a poignant note note considering all the stuff that's happening. Uh, right now here in the in the United States um but yeah like what did you guys think of the like what were their names again the ice the freeze, freeze force. force god i'm so bad at names did did you have thoughts on the freeze force mm -hmm. Uh, I just want to mention that this, I said earlier that this movie plays with a lot of different things and it has mm -hmm. these more darker, serious, 
edging on dystopian elements to the society they're in and also just like a fun bouncy action adventure and i think absolutely encapsulated uh, is in the scene in the pizza place where they're talking about how they put away uh, they like defeated some of these mad burnish you know, uh, fire throwing terrorists, <laughs> like the, mm-hmm. these terrorists lighting everything on fire. They're talking about it like, oh man, sure. Glad we beat those guys and we saved the city. And then the pizza, like the head chef at the pizza restaurant, not the guy in the back with the burnished powers actually working the pizza oven, you know, like the guy who owns the place is like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's really awful that the whole group of those people get a bad rap, even though it's really just a small fraction of them that are acting out like this. Like he says this very serious, poignant thing. And then Lucia says, you can say that again, pops. It's like that, that two line exchange is just the entire movie summarized. This is how it operates. Yeah. Oh my God. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Sam, what do you think about freeze a force? I hate them. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. To put it in three words, that's going to be like everything I say. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, the guy, the the main guy, Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at him and you love to hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's just brutalizing every burnish he can at every turn, and, and it's disgusting and it's very stomach turning. I think. Yeah. Like the, the 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 brutalizing gets worse as the movie goes on, and it mostly happens to Leo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think this is just another point of like great character de- de- design. Whereas like, uh, the the and I forget their their name, the fire rescue, uh, squad burning rescue. rescue, burning rescue. See, I'm so bad. Uh, you're getting everything like one degree off of what it is. Hey, you know what? I'm 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 close enough you guys know yeah. what i'm talking about uh they they have a lot of personality they have like mm. custom made their own weapons and mechs and they've painted them and you know they, they have their own costumes and stuff like that right whereas uh freeze for horse basically has none of that like there's like ultimately no personality except that they're all like very big and imposing and you see that in their physical features with the like sharper teeth and and stuff like that like they look nastier right but then their suits and their outfits and all that stuff are just this like plain black which is not to say that it's not right yeah (laughs) which is not to say that they don't have some cool stuff like oh you still got this hunk of junk yeah Heck you, burning rescue! You guys right? suck. Yeah, and but it like it it's just this like very bland compared to everything else that's in the film. Yeah, um, and and so yeah, like you hate them because they're so big and imposing and vicious, and they're just, they're just nasty. But then they're also bland, and you're just like, I hate you mm. because you stand out like a sore thumb, and you, like you don't fit in with the rest of this. Like you like. Yeah, you're the obvious problem. With this thing. <laughs> I'll say that I I also like that you think Vulcan is this giant scary guy, and at the end of the movie you find out he's just a very small man in a very big mech suit that comes up to his neck, and like there's very little body beneath that big that. Yeah. neck. 
I always love that. Classic <laughs> gag. Yeah. <laughs> which, like you said, right. yeah, which, which, like, is 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 what you said of of the, of this. Like, yeah, he's this very big, imposing guy. He's very serious, mm. and you know, his his character is this thing that we we should take seriously. Mm. And then it's like, mm. oh yeah, he's just this small, tiny guy yes. inside this big suit. <laughs> <laughs> he is literally and dwarf. Yeah. Um, yeah, so once we start digging into stuff, kind of the big twist or the big conspiracy that we start to get to, uh, is that the Freeze Force is arresting all of these, uh, burnish people. Uh, now I'm, I don't know why, but I'm conflating them with Amish people. Not the same. But uh, well, yeah, I Burnish, don't think Leo Amish, is wearing any buttons. Ish, um, yeah. So Only uh, buckles. <laughs> but yeah, so they're arresting them all, and uh, eventually we find out that they're being experimented on, right? Um, they are being experimented on to use as a sort of fuel to open up a like teleportation gate. So that they can travel the universe and leave Earth because Earth is about to die because global warming, uh, in maybe more than one sense now. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, I, I think like, I described it in the last viewing as oh, it's global warming from the inside. Yeah, the, the global warming, it's coming from, it's coming the, from the inside. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're in the house. Uh, no, but yeah. So like, they're being used to open this gate so that they can teleport out of the air. But I think this is also where kind of the emotional heart of the film, or at least one of them, the story of the sisters that are working on opposite sides, uh, which is kind of introduced in that pizza scene, and then comes to fruition with this when they finally confront them on on this been like but what the hell are you guys doing you can't you can't be experimenting on these people um like that what did you guys think of the experimentation stuff we'll we'll circle back around to uh leo and all of that stuff and how he fits into all of this but what did you think of the kind of plan to experiment on them and peace out. Uh, I will say that I always appreciate it narratively when there is some semblance of an altruistic purpose behind a really dark experiment like this. Mm-hmm. Like the, um, uh, what's the, like the mayor, Cray, Cray Foresight. So he believes that the world is going to burn itself up too much magma. It's like that pink goo in Ghostbusters 2. It's just going to seep up and like destroy all of Earth. So he's like, we got to get off Earth. Yeah, I built us a rocket ship. We're going to go to another planet. To power the rocket ship, we do need the burnished. We need them as people. I'm going to put them in a centrifuge and spin them around, and all their fire energy is going to light our rocket ship to get us off Earth, which is bonkers. Yeah. It's like you can see how this makes sense from his perspective as. I am doing the most good for the most people. And then and all I, of a sudden he's like, why, why didn't you make the magma smaller? 
<laughs> yeah, try that first. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I did. Yeah. Idiot. I hate you. Okay. I like that it's... turn. Are we talking about that yet? Can I talk about the heel turn? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. The heel face or the face heel turn. I hated that. Um, like just Cray going from you know, sort of happy governor man. He's like, he's happy to do these things. He's he is always having like the. I'm so sorry. I can't words. Mm-hmm. He's always smiling. Not yeah, yeah teeth smile but he's you always see him smiling and then he just turns around when Gallo makes a stupid comment and he's just like holy shit Gallo shut the hell up yeah yeah. (laughs) Gallo like worships him and he's like I see you're still here and you're still talking huh (laughs) that job I put you in didn't kill you yet yeah and he's like why are you saying these things to me my hero you're my hero. Yeah, it's 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 again like that is one of the things that I would have liked to see more uh, of their relationship, like the whole because uh, yeah, we don't get much of the mayor enough to establish him as the like oh everyone thinks he's like the gutty two shoes that will help everyone right. And and then yeah, he ends up be, be being more like uh, Ozymandias from Watchmen, who's yeah. who's just gonna be like, well, I'm gonna figure out a solution to save the most amount of people, but I'm gonna have to do some bad things to do that. Uh, mm. And yeah, he ends up like being kind of a jerk, and I we we don't get much of like the conspiracy of that, and the like. Well, maybe he's an evil. person person or maybe he isn't yeah. i mean he did do this one thing it's just like he is good no he is not he is bad and that's <laughs> it mm. he was sitting on the fence until he accidentally burned down a house and rescued gallo yeah 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 like i i, I think that would have been a great reveal like if this was a longer show like to to have that story be kind of played with a little bit more, and then have that be mm, the yeah. reveal would have been fantastic. Yeah. So, I do I appreciate know. that. I kind of like that we don't spend too much time with him before we get that heel turn, because sometimes a story will do that where it's like, oh, the main character looks up to this person. Well, I like I side with the main character, and I like them too. And then they do that heel turn, and I'm like. Uh, nope i accidentally built up too much fondness already you made the first part too charming this is hard for me to come back down from (laughs) with him like it was really easy for me it was just like oh no you hurt main character Mm, mm. shun yeah Yeah, i think this does a good (laughs) job of like not giving you too much to invest in uh cray part a before it moves you on to part B. Like, you have no lingering baggage of, oh, but he said this one thing I kind of liked. Like, he's not that much of a presence until he's the bad guy. Yeah. And it's also one of those things you can kind of tell just by tropes and stuff. You're like, okay, Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that this guy, like, like, that's the whole character development thing. Like, main character looks up to person a he idolizes him right and there it's it's just gonna be like guy you 
idolize might not be the best. Just so you know. But, uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Looks like my OBS uh, just crashed and reconnected <laughs> or something like that. We are dropping all of the frames. Woo! Connection established. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, apparently it's like thundering uh, outside too. So wow. might be all the oh, rain stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah, hope hopefully this will continue recording and all of that stuff. So we will soldier on. Um, yeah, so I yeah. I thought the heel turn was fine. Whoa, what was mm -hmm. that, Sam? As long as as long as recording is enabled, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, Unless you get a power Yeah, hope, hopefully not. Oh God, I I, I had one time when I, I I like first had my setup here and I accidentally kicked the power outlet and it shut everything <laughs> off. And I was just like, God damn it! <laughs> it was bad. Um, I had a problem too, actually. Yeah. So let's circle back around and let's start t talking about Leo. Mm. He's one of the characters that we haven't mentioned yet. Leo is goals for me. Yeah? Because of uh, gender presentation. Okay. I know that's a weird thing to bring up. I just... You're fine. No, he's a cool design. I understand. Yeah. It's very admirable. Yeah, all for it. Um, what were some of the things about Leo that stood out to you then? Uh... That's that's a good one. Um, he's very feminine looking, which mm -hmm. I love in a man. <laughs> uh, and that's, I know that's a weird thing to say. Uh, I love his outfit. Yeah. I don't know how you can stand being in that sort of thing all the time, but <laughs> if you're constantly hot all the time, then it's okay to look hot, I guess. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, he's he's a. Uh... Sorry, you oh, go. Go ahead. I was gonna say I love his armor, his dragon armor. Yeah. Uh, one thing I brought up when I was talking to Melissa when we were watching it the other day, um, each of, I guess their Promare spirits have names based on where they were when their uh, when their powers. Uh, emerged. Mm -hmm. uh, so, which I guess is also the name of their motorcycles. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so Leo's is Detroit. I was expecting a reaction. Sorry. I... <laughs> uh, Maze Guerra, I forget who is who, but they are Dallas and Miami. Mm -hmm. So, one of them is Florida, man. <laughs> Florida man it's catches on fire that, and <laughs> it's interesting that these are all American cities I kept thinking of this as Tokyo I think because the first place in this like uh, um, preamble you see at the beginning of the movie showing all the people getting their powers for the first time the first one of those we see is in Tokyo so I had to keep like Reminding my brain, like, there was a... We were in Tokyo once, but this is Worldwide, big, yeah. shiny, metropolitan city we're in now. This isn't Tokyo. It's called, like, Promepolis, and we don't know where it is. We'll just call it San Francisco. Well, it could be anywhere. Like, San Francisco. Big Hero 6. <laughs> Neo-Yokio. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I think for me, Leo was an interesting character. And again, one that I don't think we got enough of. Um, yeah. But I, I like that where he is set up as the villain at first. And then as the movie continues, you slowly learn that like, oh, he's actually not. And it's one of those classic stories of, of just like, like kind of whoever the terrorist is kind of depends on the perspective right like these mm. these guys are yeah. sure using some terrorist tactics some guerrilla tactics to get what they need and get what they want and and further their agenda but they're only doing that because they're being persecuted and and not yeah. everyone knows that or is aware of that um is a Again, something we're kind of dealing with here in the in the United States right now with all of the Black Lives Matter protests and all of the yeah all of that that stuff like when people need help and they're not getting what they want they will get louder they will start causing a a ruckus right like certain things might get destroyed it doesn't mean that they want to hurt people or kill them or stuff like that but they no. like they absolutely need some some help and i think the the scene that really uh shows that is when gallo finds them in the cave and mm -hmm. and he's kind of confused by what he sees and they're just like chill out dude we're just you were just having some lunch like we're we're normal people too right you guys you guys eat food <laughs> and leo's like oh my god you're an idiot yeah. yeah yeah well i don't know if that's gallo being a doofus or if that is the amount of disconnect that there has become between the burnish and the rest I of feel society like it's a little bit of both. like yeah. Right. Like he he is a bit of an idiot who just kind of rushes in yeah. into into things, but he's also mm -hmm. we also know that he's the type to put the people he admires on pedestals without even really thinking about 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 about, 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 about it. Right. Yeah. He rushes into into things, but then yeah, like the mainstream doesn't really know what's happening at the same time so he's like mm. discovering okay now now i'm thinking about like the whole thing earlier no no they just they just escaped from jail wait no they didn't i don't remember now oh, well. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just i'm just thinking like oh that that whole burning the pharmaceutical building was a distraction so maze could run to the walmart and pick up some groceries <laughs> potentially yeah 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 that's no, something that was, leo there says. was a few weeks between those two events mm -hmm. and something leo says later on in the movie is that the burnish when they are going on just a a, a rampage of igniting things they do always leave an escape route because this fire is something that they can like control like it takes shape it's very deliberate it doesn't tend to like spread uncontrollably like regular fire unless they wanted to do that so they can leave an opening an escape route mm -hmm. 
So he's like, yeah, we destroy things to prove a point, but we're really not trying to kill anybody. Which is neat. do not kill. Mm -hmm. Which is neat, although I am wondering how, like, if this is the major threat to society nowadays, nobody's, like, noticed that before. Like, there's nobody, like, analyzing patterns. They make it seem like uh, Mad Burnish isn't the only organization out there. Like, they, they, mm, they didn't okay. necessarily n- name them, but it, th- I I definitely got the v- v- vibe that it's just like, hey, these are just people that are operating, at least in this city. But who knows? Yeah, I don't know if there are other factions of Burnish that do the mm. same thing, but... And that would have been something that would have been great to elaborate yeah. on if this were a series. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We'll get the other factions of Mad Burnish, like Bad Burnish and Sad Burnish. <laughs> and Rad Burnish. The really, really, really cool <laughs> ones that everyone likes. <laughs> bad Burnish, the one that answers emails, types with boxing gloves on. <laughs> Wrong bad. Yes. Check in the emails. Strong bad. Um, yeah, so I... I, yeah, there's there's so much stuff that I think I just would have loved to see more, but I think they also do a great job of just tightening it up and making it all fit in this one, like, two-hour movie. Like, I felt like, despite me wanting more of stuff, I, I also felt like I wasn't left with major questions of, like, well, what really happened there? What was yeah. going on over that way? Like, I, I, I got what I needed, but it was still, like, this is just such a cool space that I want to know more. Maybe we'll get a Promare 2 down the road and they explore something else. Who knows? That'd be nice. I just want to know what happens next. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're... Like, they we'll gotta, they gotta rebuild Prometheus. something. I really want to know uh, what happens between the characters. Like, we've got these two sisters who are kind of reunited now. They're on the same side. Like, they've gotten to see each other's perspectives. And you've got uh, Gallo and Leo, who (laughs) are, like, comrades now. Uh, Gallo has to give him, like, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. And then he freaks out. And it's not the classic, like, I kissed you. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> like, he feels complicit. He's such a dedicated firefighter. And he feels like helping Leo is complicit in setting a fire. Like, he's all for, like, yes, I want to save the rest of the burnish. It's bad that they're being tortured and used like this. But he's still like, I ain't here for yeah. fires, though. <laughs> Um, yeah. I do think there was some explicit, maybe subtle, rather, flirting going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, so there... I did there, like there, that. There is that, and like you mentioned at the start, you kind of found out about this through your your, your boys love Twitter thing that, that, that you have. Like, there is yeah. a lot of... Well, it's not necessarily subtext, but it's like sub-subtext, where it's like... There's enough for you yeah. to read into it and ship it if you want to, but I, I like I don't know if there was mm. enough like longing glances or like awkward situations no. <laughs> to really be like, well, maybe this movie, but... does, this movie moves 
uh, it moves there, way there too is, fast to have there any... is one thing um there was the uh the dx version that aired in J- japanese theaters mm-hmm. which was sort of a uh smell-o-vision experience sure. i guess <laughs> i don't or, or, there might have been other things involved but yeah oh yeah dx things, is like just... one of those things where like the seat you're in like vibrates and moves and oh, like yeah, reacts yeah, 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 yeah. to the yeah. movie Except with yeah. that one, they and just the like that goes along they, with each that. chair comes with a toaster with just some burnt toast inside inside, and they just burn the toast. Wow, it smells like real fire in here. Take the yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, uh, in the scene where uh, Leo's helmet bursts partially off during that first mm-hmm. fight between him and Gallo, the theater starts smelling like roses. Interesting. <laughs> so romantic. It's yeah. This movie moves way too fast for there to be any like longing glances in it. But I like the relationship between these two, and I feel like, like you said, there's enough there for you to like run away with this if you want. And I feel like that was intentional. Oh, yeah. Like I don't sure. think that's anything the creators really did by mistake. Sure. And I think it's... I mean they are okay. There is a Cray Foresight set of this as well, but there are. Uh, Gallo, Leo, and Cray Foresight wedding rings you can buy. What? Well, there is it's some kind of jewelry set, but you could probably use it as a wedding ring. Wow. Hopefully someone would have enough huh. foresight to maybe not get that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but like... Yeah, I actually didn't know about the Cray one until later. I just saw that there was a Gallo and Leo one, and I'm like, yep, they're that, married. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no, like, I, yeah, like, I I would be interested to see how they play into more of that stuff. Because uh, the kind of final twist that we get with with this whole thing is that it's not that they just get fire powers and, like, all of a sudden they're super heroes and, and stuff. It's just that... There is this alien kind of creature that transported itself inside Earth and is now manifesting itself through these people, right? So it is a living creature, right? Um, And, like, I I don't know the right words or terminology to put this eloquently but the whole idea of like having something inside you that you don't necessarily understand or it makes you feel different or act different or be different like i i I feel like they could do something with that and maybe explore that and the the yeah that like how leo is maybe more feminine um like like we've been using the pronouns he and i think the movie does too but is that something that leo yeah. deals with or struggles with or something like that like we, we don't know that stuff but again like kind of i know i know there are plenty of people who uh headcanon him as a trans man sure. oh yeah but that, we don't know for that, sure we, we, we don't know um but yeah that kind of would have been neat to see but again it's one of those things that, like, it's not really important to the story. It just would have been neat character yeah, mo- moments. Yeah. Um, so, who knows? We'll see, though. 
we'll see. Uh, what else have you been touched on yet? I wanted to move on to the artwork and stuff. We've we've just kind of mentioned that it's yeah. visually stunning, but uh, did 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 oh, did yeah. you guys have more stuff about the artwork that you wanted to touch on and talk about? Uh, there's the shapes motif, which is pretty nifty. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, where you see the the burnish in lots of triangles. Like I think that's a visual device they use in this prologue when you see these people around the world like getting angrier. There's like this bar of triangles that just keeps like amping up until they just explode, and it's like triangles oh, shooting all like over 100. the place. Yeah. <laughs> finally reached 100 and then you get to promepolis and it's like the first thing you see is just all these big rectangular towers with these square windows in them and square lens flares yeah right? that was something Which i noticed too i was just really like, going huh, okay. for it the square contains the triangle yes yeah indeed and then when you meet the there's like a floating head scientist later on who represents the Promare. They're all circles. D Deus Prometh. Yes, thank you. Thanks. He's a god in a machine. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that stuff. Not enough to really look into it, but that is a great touch. Uh, that each kind of mm. uh, facet of, or like each group of people kind of has their own motif, right? Um, that's something that I really liked in Star Wars Clone Wars, how uh -huh. like all the Man Mandalorian stuff had this like rupee looking shape, like a Z Z Zelda rupee looking shape there, and in, in all of the like artwork and the stained glass windows and the architecture and stuff like that, they have that repeating motif. Um, but I, I think for me, what really stood out was just kind of the 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 like mix of everything, because they have some stuff that looks like it is the three D computer animated. They have some stuff that looks more hand drawn. They have these like yeah. title cards for when they have like a new mech suit. It's like I am something 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 man. Ha ha ha. And, and you know it's this big like stylistic and the, thing and, the, and the text just stays there yeah right the text or, is like part of their actual world that they are living yeah. in like it'll cut to like a wide shot with the other characters looking at this character <laughs> and the big text with their name on it is still like hovering how crazy them. would that be if that happened every time you introduced yourself it's like hi i'm kyle springer and then it's like Boom, boom, Kyle Springer in the background. <laughs> I want my name floating in like yellow letters in front of me, like in too many cooks. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I like that stuff where it is almost this magical realism, right? Where this flavor text is part of the environment. It's not really there. Yeah. But it's there. Yeah. That stuff yeah. Is, is fun. I enjoy that a lot. Uh, but yeah, they this also reminded me a lot of uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, just with how crazy the yeah, a, 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 animation was, how fast how fast paced it was, all the weird mm -hmm. angles and stuff like that. It like it it just it looked it looks so damn cool. Oh, good stuff. 
good stuff indeed. Uh, let's see. Do you guys have final thoughts on Promare? Something else that we did not mention that you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Go for it. You first, Mel? No, I'm just, I'm saying, yeah, like encouragingly to you. Since oh. this is your idea. <laughs> okay, I only had like one other comment, it. and that was, uh, the last time I watched this, and again, third time I've seen it, and I, and I made the disconnect between the Ina's sister's name, uh, which is spelled uh, Eris with a silent H, but it's pronounced Ellis. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is it like that? And then Sean says, it's like Krillin Kurivin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I guess you're right. <laughs> kind of Americanized. That's, I guess, not really Americanizing it, but still, like... I just don't see I just don't see Ellis as a name of a girl. I see it as yeah. the name of a... I, ca I can see it as a... A trucker name. from up in Appalachia. It's the name of a scientist. It's, it's more so a l last okay, name you're right. to me than a f <laughs> first name. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe their last name is... I forgot. Hang on. Some. Um, oh, heck, where are they? Uh, Ardibit? Yeah, Ardibite. Ardibite. Okay. Yeah, they're they're uh, so it's uh, Ina Artabite and Ellis Artabite. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I like I I um. I, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I was about to <laughs> say something and then completely slipped my mind. I'm my... looking at pictures of the mechs and stuff like that. So that's 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 why. My only uh, final thought is that I love Cray's office. <laughs> it's one of those offices where from the door down to like the big power desk, there's a single walkway on another side of the walkway. There's just a big pool for no reason. And I was mm -hmm. talking to Sam about how much I love a wet office. And then you weren't sure if wet office was the right well, term. I'm sure wet office is a term for only me. I'm going to look up the phrase <laughs> wet office. <laughs> You're probably going to get that weird vaporwave picture with the flooded office. Don't mind that. Oh, yeah, it is just, uh, <laughs> it's like stock photos of people in business wear who, have, who are, like, coming in from the rain. Aw. Yeah. Not the same, I guess. Um, the last thing I kind of wanted to mention was just the mech design. Um... I, I, I wasn't necessarily partial to them, uh, but I think that's also because everything was so fast-paced, and we we don't get like very many good clear shots of what these things look like, um, except no, for when they do right. the like title cards and stuff like that. But Mad Burnish, when they first show up, their mechs are like these like demonic-looking things. They're they're more. Mm -hmm humanoid than they are like oh that's a well it's mech, armor rather than a, a mech i yeah, think that 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 would make make more sense um whereas and they're like dragon heads yes yeah they have like horns and stuff like that and spikes um but the 
What, what was that? I was going to say, I do have one more thing I want to say, but I want you to finish your thought first. Sure. Last thing I was going to say was that, that the burning rescue mechs were more like construction mechs. Like, they have reds and yellows <laughs> and, like, the black and yellow sideways, like, caution thing here. Stuff like that. And then he's like, hey, I made one of my own. Blah, blah, blah. And a little bit <clears> more <throat> personalized and stuff like that. So, good stuff. <laughs> it may just be me because I think I might only be on the spectrum but uh, did anyone else like figure that Gallo with his intense interest in ancient firefighting and the Matoy and all that uh, did anyone else gather that Gallo might be autistic it's certainly feasible yeah can't say I thought about it um yeah, I, this is I, also I think something it's certainly that's, feasible. It's also something that's in the side short a lot more is that he's really interested in historical firefighting practices. Like you know when you see the Squirtle Squad uh, mm-hmm. uh, in Pokemon and they become firefighters and one of them's holding up this thing that looks like a mop, kind of. That I guess is this ancient firefighting implement, and Gallo's obsessed with this thing, the Matoy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, to, and, to me, it more so read as just inspiration, like something that inspired him, because we, we also see that yeah. same kind of inspiration towards uh, the mayor, towards foresight, right? It's like, hey, you yeah. saved me. I'm going to idolize you. Yeah, and so I, I think he's kind of looking at his job and being like, hey, like who, who were the original h- heroes? here and he looks back at them he's like man like these guys didn't have all the technology that we have now they were so they just made this weird mop and swung it around and yeah on that topic of the matoy though uh when leo made the matoy for uh was that gallo de leon or leo de gallon i think it was i don't remember which (laughs) one it was I think it's the latter. Um, Leo making all these upgrades to the suit and he's just like, okay, whatever you want, big boy. <laughs> yeah, nice touch. Whatever you want. Yeah. It, like, that's, I, that's, I, it. that's my thoughts. I think that was one of the cooler mech things in, in this show is when they were both inside the same mech. Because um, mm-hmm. that's not really something I've seen in anime that like two people are in the same mech, unless you want to count like Voltron or Power Rangers stuff where all their mechs combine. It's usually nah. just one pilot. Kyle, uh, this just reminds me that we still need to get you to watch Pacific Rim, which was in was the gonna be the next thing I said. It, it was it's a little <laughs> bit more like Pacific Rim, yeah. where they're both in there making it mm. work. So, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, cool. So, Melissa, mm. if you had recommendations for p- people who enjoyed this, what else would you recommend? people to go check out uh these are both much more serious you're not going to get the same sort of bright 
I'm an, uh, a firefighter and I love my job kind of action that this sure. movie has. But you might like Terror and Resonance, which okay. is about yeah. these two uh, teenage boys that escape from this like secret government experimental facility. And they're committing these terrorist acts across Tokyo in under these masks and they're like sending out these uh, secret videos and you watch the police try and figure out like who what's happening what are the goals why are they hitting the places that they're hitting who's doing this and then you see these like teenage boys who are like living in an abandoned factory like trying to keep up a semblance of yeah we're, we're normal teenage boys we go to school don't look into our backstories at all don't worry about us and do these crimes on the side and like <laughs> why they're doing these crimes yeah uh, it's I, and the fact that this is a story where there was a giant irrevocable event X amount of decades ago, far enough away that society has learned to move on and rebuild itself, but close enough that there's still a lot of after effects of this and people still don't know how to deal with it, mm -hmm. uh, re always reminds me of the big O. Which, ah, yes. <laughs> which I is so, it's, it's. I love it too. It's the noir story. It's a mystery. It has like nothing in common with this except for big event decades ago that changed everything. And we got robots now. Giant robot. Yeah. Giant and small, all size robots. Jeez. Every robots. Robots for everyone. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Robots for everyone. That, that would be my campaign slogan. If I ever Ran robots for so everyone. So you're so you're cubics. <laughs> Springer cubics. Uh, Sam, wh what about you? If if someone enjoyed this, what else would you recommend? Okay, uh, I recently watched Trigger's latest project, Brand New Animal. It has a similar message going on. That's with, the uh, new one on Netflix, right? Yes. BNA. I, I think is yeah, BNA. on there. Yeah. Uh, it's basically instead of burnish, it's furries. Oh, I'm sorry, beastmen. But beastmen? Yes. Beast. An irrevocable wow. event happened, and half the world turned into furries. <laughs> well, no, there wasn't an irrevocable event. Just that <laughs> beastmen have always existed. They just hide, and sure. I sort of have a theme going on like that in a, a thing I'm doing, but I'm not going to recommend my own thing because it doesn't exist. Sounds good. Okay. DNA by Studio Trigger on Netflix. Mm -hmm. a anything else, or is, th is that all you can think of? Well, we mentioned Gurren Lagann earlier. I mm -hmm. would also say that that's... if it. Here's just, you know, for, for the robot fans out there, Gurren Lagann. Uh... You like giant robots? I don't know. Megas XLR. Yeah. They Chicks destroy the giant Earth. robots. They destroy the Earth practically every episode. <laughs> and then it's no big deal. Um. Yeah. So I I also mentioned Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. I think that would be a good one to, I to watch. I agree that that's like for similar uh, visual things. Yeah. It's, incredible artwork we also mentioned red line if you just want that non-stop oh, yeah, in, yeah, in your yeah. face uh stuff i would also mention a show it's kind of like a mini series called giant robo 
and Ooh. it is overly dr dramatic, um, but it is like playing on a lot of really, really old school anime tropes, like old school giant robot stuff. Um, I, I think I've pitched it once before here on the review show, but I don't remember. Um, but yeah, it's, I think, like, eight episodes, and they're all, like, 40 minutes long. Um, but it's just nonstop crazy stuff is happening. It, it does not slow down to, to have you catch up. I would go Dang. check that stuff out, yeah. That being said, that almost wraps us up for this mm -hmm. one. Uh, Melissa, do you want to let people yes. know what we are going to be doing next week here on the review show? Yes. Next week, we are finishing our uh, monthly check-in we've been doing, watching season after season of one show all the way through until we finish it. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about the fourth and final season of Mr. Robot, yeah. a show which Robots features for everyone. no mechs. <laughs> robots for everyone. Yeah. Not the robots you're thinking of, but yes. Yeah, I'm three episodes in right now, so I have some Ooh, so watching you've already to hit do. One of the big twists of the season. Yeah. So I haven't have seen any of it. Have it's, fun with the rest of this, show. Kyle. It's you, you're you're in for a time, a real time. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that is what we will be up to this next week, uh, watching mm -hmm. season four of Mr. Robot, uh, and then we will got we will let you guys know what we we will be doing next month, uh, after that this next week as well. Uh, but for the following week, did did you guys mm. want me to do my pitches now? Do you have them? I, I have do them written I down. Do I need to be here for the pitches? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can help Melissa decide. So Okay. If you want to. If you want to take off, that's you're not trapped here. Um, oh, no. I, I want to stay here. Okay. So I'm... here's my three pitches for the following week after we do Mr. Robot okay. Season 4. Uh. My my theme is that I I took a original movie from Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. Okay. So the Netflix original movie is Dolomite is my name, uh, starring starring Eddie Murphy, um, and this is about a guy who's kind of down on his luck, uh, and then. From what I understand, he comes up with this character, this personality, Dolomite, and he kind of reinvents himself. Uh, and and I I don't know if it was for better or for worse, but he kind of reinvents himself and he becomes famous and he becomes this like influential pillar uh, within the community. There, it looks like it's a pretty crazy movie it looks like it's mm -hmm. a bit of a comedy a bit of a drama uh a bit of just like a a black centric sto story uh, i think snoop is 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 in that one too so ah good stuff it's a drama dairy dramedy that's pitch I know, number I just one to say drama dairy 
Mm-hmm. Dolomite is my name. And I think it also won some awards, too, if I'm not mistaken, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, pitch number two is a Hulu original movie. This one is much more recent. It's called Palm Springs, uh, starring Wesley oh, mm-hmm. Sandberg. For this one. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Groundhog's Day. But instead of being there by yourself, someone else also gets caught up in this time loop. And then it turns into kind of like 51st dates where they keep having to relive. Oh, Groundhog Days. Yeah, like 51st Groundhog's Days. So it looks like, yeah, Andy Samberg is this guy and he's at some wedding ceremony or something. And he ends up like wanting to sleep with this woman. And in the middle of them, just about to get headed on, uh, he gets shot in the back by this arrow. And and everyone is screaming, like, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And he runs off to go do something, and she follows him. And uh, he, he is, like, in this cave or something. He's like, don't follow me. Whatever you do, don't follow me. And she ends up following him, and then they both end up in this time loop. But it's a, mm. yeah, it's like Groundhog's Day meets like romantic comedy, if that makes sense. Okay. Beautiful day for a wedding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, pitch number three is an Amazon original movie called The Vast of Night. Uh, mm. Melissa, I think you might be interested in this one because I believe it takes yeah. place in like the 1950s, uh, and the two main characters are, are, are like the town phone operator and the town like oh. night DJ at the local radio station, and there's some strange things going on in the town, and they hear some kind of radio signal, and I think they're the only ones that hear it. And so they kind of team up to figure out what it is and what's g- g- going on in this mysterious town. So pitch number one was Dolomite is my name. Pitch number two, Palm Springs. And pitch number three, The Vast of Night. Man, I, I know you have pitched Dolomite is my name before. Mm-hmm. I would like to see uh, Eddie Murphy in a more recent. Can you hear how bad it's storming outside? It's starting I to, st- kind of to st- it. storm here at my okay. house too. It's getting rough out there. Yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> uh, it would be nice to see a, a newer, different role from Eddie Murphy. And this Palm th- Springs thing also sounds intriguing, and it would be nice to visit such a locale. But you're right. You've got me with the vast of night, like spooky old analog technology. Yep. There's a girl with cute cat eye glasses when I Google the movie. Yep. I've heard it compared to like early Steven Spielberg stuff. Ooh, interesting. Oh, so, yeah. We'll see how that holds up. But yeah, I, re- I remember seeing this, I think, when we were watching uh, Venture Brothers. And I started seeing commercials. Venture Brothers is it. on Hulu. Maybe not. Maybe it was then. the tick? Maybe it was the tick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it looked g- g- good. And so I eventually wanted to p- 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 pitch it. And here we are. So yeah, next week, Mr. Robot Season 4. And the week after mm-hmm. that, The Vast 
of night is what we will do. Well, I'm going to watch Palm Springs as soon as I can. There you go. I was just about to ask ask <laughs> Joy. you, Ham, if this was up to you, what would you have picked? Yeah. Picked? And I also have uh, 30 Days Amazon, so I might watch The Vast of Night as well. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I have all three. I could I could watch all three movies. Yeah. I could indeed. I have nothing better to do with my life. <laughs> I really We're all don't. stuck at home, so. Yeah. We're making it work. I mean, Melissa cool. has a job, but. I do have a job. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we one, yeah. start signing off. Cool. Okay, let's uh, do that thing where we talk about our socials. Indeed. Yeah. Sam, where can the p- p- people find you on the interwebs? Okay. So lately I have moved on to Mastodon. My Mastodon is jotnamas at queer.party. <laughs> there you go. Way to go. TLD. I'm also on Twitch as jotnamas underscore. By the way, that's Samantha J spelled backwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Melissa? And I might stream this week. There you Ooh. go. More about uh, seven. I am on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Uh, and I just recommend checking out our previous three Mr. Robot episodes. We're watching the show itself. It's good. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram guys want to stay up to date with our shows we are at the whatnots on twitter uh go like share subscribe go follow us here on youtube uh, i think right now we're sitting at 80 subscribers uh yeah. so thank you all for subscribing to uh, uh, us but uh we are hoping to reach 100 so if you guys can help spread the word that would be amazing um but yeah that is about it for episode 115 of the Whatnots Review Show. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.